Well, welcome to Did She Really Say That? An interesting look about being a female entrepreneur. My name is Chef Katrina. I've been a 15-year entrepreneur teaching in uh, digital online marketing. Um, I'm one of the co-founders of Truth Bomb Marketing, and my priority or my gift to you all here as a female entrepreneur is systems, processes, and of course, a little bit of digital marketing. But yeah. I love simplifying the business method, and I'm just super excited to be here. And I'm joined by my cohorts in crime. Ooh. Crime. Crime. <laughs> my name is Heidi Muma, and I spent the last 17 plus years homeschooling my kids and also um, being um, dabbling in different entrepreneur um, adventures, I guess. Yeah. They're all adventures, right? <laughs> um, so I love I loved the mission here in Truth Bomb Academy. And what I bring is I'm the CFO. So I'm trying to keep all our finances in shape. So you teach yeah. money to this community. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Managing your money and taking your profit. Because, ooh, it's really cool. Yeah. So when, when women learn to take profits. And then I also, I help create the events. So that's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Karen. I'm also one of the co-founders. I bet you're probably seeing a trend here. We're all co-founders of Truth Marketing. Yeah. So, but I've been an entrepreneur for about nine years now. And um, for me, my specialty, I, I'm not going to lie. I love figuring out marketing. I love figuring out social media. And these two don't love social media. So for me, I'm like, I like to play. It's fun to figure out how people work. That's really how it is for me. Um, and I'm also the mindset manifestation guru as well, because who doesn't want to talk about all that stuff? <laughs> and I guess we're going to be talking a lot about that today because um, before we got started, we were like, well, what are we talking about today? And we were like, well, why not go through a lot of what we share? Not all, not all, but why not go and share a little bit of what we talk about inside of our business plan that we offer to females and how to actually build a successful business. And the first step in that is your mindset and what's going on in your head and the thoughts that you're thinking. Wait a minute, I'm gonna interrupt you because I've always been told, according to all the gurus out there, Karen, that marketing is the most important thing, not your mind. Why would you want your mindset? I mean, that makes no sense. We need those little bubbles like, above our heads. Say, so like, what is going through this head? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I see so many marketers go out there and I used to be one of them where you just go out there and you plaster your stuff all over social media in hopes that you will be successful. And when you're not successful, you come back to yourself and you go, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I the worst? Everybody else is doing great, but I'm not. And at the end of the day, those are the thoughts that are keeping you stuck. Those are the thoughts that are literally continuing to create your reality, which um, at the end of the day, I don't know if you've ever noticed this in your own life. I challenge you to look at your own life. And when something either really good or really bad happens, ask yourself, have I been feeling how I'm feeling right now for a long extended period of time? And that is a pretty big um, telltale of what's going on in your life. Like what, what you've currently created that literally is, it shows up in your life. So an example for me, like literally just happened yesterday. Um, we got in trouble with uncle Sam, uh, maybe like three months ago because our, um, 
our tax preparer missed one of our W-2 forms. And mm. so it's like, okay, well, we owe a lot of money, right? Mm. So um, we went to our tax preparer and he was like, listen, we probably can get this down. It was totally my mistake. I will pay po a portion of it. This is your portion. And so we're like, okay, we paid the portion, went our merry way and just heard back from the IRS, like maybe uh, three days ago, hey, by the way, that's not okay. We want all of our money. And so we reached out to our tax preparer and we're both kind of like, well, we don't really want to shell out thousands of dollars again. And our tax preparer said, I'll take care of it. It's my fault. I apologize. And my husband and I both looked at each other and we were like, we created that. Mm. We created that because I said, whenever we got, whenever we got that letter from the IRS the second time, I, I looked at my husband and I was like, well, listen, like, we don't know, maybe, maybe our tax preparer will cover it for us because he covered a big portion of it last time. Maybe he'll cover it for us completely this time. And guess what happened? Yeah. He covered the whole thing. And so it just, it, it goes to show if you're in a state of abundance, which my husband and I have really been um, tuning into really closely because we look at our life and we're like, we have a fabulous life. We love all the things that we've created so far, but like any entrepreneur, like we, we're kind of like, wow, there's even more fun, shiny things. We want to travel more. We want to do more things. And so that requires a little bit more abundance. So we've really been tying into like, how do we tune into that abundance feeling even more? Mm. And um, it just goes to show with a lot of things that have happened with us money-wise within this past year that we are, we're doing that. We're, we're doing exactly that. We're connecting with that frequency of abundance. We're actually connecting in a way that is causing things like this to happen where it's like, oh, we should have owed X, Y, Z, but we didn't. Yeah. And wow. And a lot of that does come back to the state of gratitude that we felt found ourselves in. And it's just, it's been an interesting ride because I've never lived my life like this before. And it shows because in the past, I wouldn't get results like this, but now that I am actually living my life in this way where I'm focusing on what are the thoughts that I'm thinking? How am I feeling about those thoughts? How is my body feeling? And how does that, that relate to what I believe on a soul gut level? And that like, like that's, that's what we're really we're going to be talking today about is that that believing thinking feeling loop that we all get stuck in whether you know it or not, you have subconscious and conscious beliefs that you can tend to think over and over again, because let's face it as children, we are taught certain things like um, big girls don't cry or um, some, some other things that stick with us for all of our life. And so we, we think, oh, I can't have emotion, but I have a lot of emotions and I don't know how to deal with them. And so it's this belief is actually affecting how you think and feel. And until you actually notice how you're thinking, until you actually notice how you're feeling, you can't change the belief system. The belief system has just been um, reinforced by what you're thinking, what you're feeling over and over and over again. So when you relate this to your business, 
a lot of times um, if you find yourself in a state where you're believing I'm just not a very good entrepreneur or you're believing I'm not a good marketer or you're believing um, that maybe this just this just isn't for me. I'm always going to be an employee for the rest of my life. I've had those thoughts before, but when I notice that I'm having those thoughts, that's when it's time for action. Because if I want to keep doing and creating what I'm currently creating in my life, then I can just continue to think those thoughts. But if I actually want to change my reality, the, the real difficult piece of it is to actually go, wait a minute, I have to change how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling in this moment so that I can actually create a totally different reality. And I can tell you from experience that this has been happening for myself when it comes to abundance, when it comes to creating money that it's like, where did that come from? I have no idea no clue how that worked out the way that it did. I'm just so grateful. And I literally go more, please, more, please. Like there's just this thought that goes through my head so that I'm reinforcing the thing that I actually want. Mm -hmm. And it's created just an interesting dynamic in my life. I think in my husband's life as well, because um, he is very logical. He is not really um, run by his emotions or anything like that, but he's realizing how important your thinking, feeling loop, your believing, thinking, feeling loop is if you want to actually create change in your life. So it's been an interesting journey for me. So it's been fun. And as you, as you look at your business, I want you to ask yourself right now, are you feeling like you, what are the thoughts that you're thinking on a regular basis? What is it that you're creating? How does it, how does your business actually feel? Cause when I started noticing this, I started noticing that my business, maybe it felt um, like it, I was stuck or maybe I felt like I'm doing really great, but I'm hitting a ceiling. Um, those, those feelings, that's actually a barometer for what's going on in your life, in your business. And when you start paying attention, you start to notice that there's a lot of things that you're creating without even knowing it. I know Heidi, you, um, you said to me not too long ago, well, how do I know the difference between a coincidence and a manifestation? And I said, I don't believe there's any such thing as a difference between a coincidence and a manifestation. Mm -hmm. We're literally creating at all times. We're literally creating our reality at all times and we can change at any minute, but that change, can be one of the hardest things. It can be one of the most difficult pieces of this because let's be honest, our brain wants to keep us safe. And some, sometimes that safety is, it's not safe to make money. Is that a belief system that you have? Or are there people in your life that you're afraid if you start making more money in your life and in your business, are you afraid that there's going to be um, some judgment from them? I know Katrina, this was a conversation you had with your family recently too, where it was like, well, what are you guys going to think of me when I am making the millions and doing anything that I want whenever I want and however I want. And so it's, it's an interesting dynamic we find ourselves in as entrepreneurs where we want these things, but we don't realize we have these subconscious belief systems, these patterns that are actually keeping us stuck from moving forward the way that we might want to in our business. So 
I don't know what you guys have experienced with this, but I'm curious. Tell me. Yeah, no, it's true. I think it's, um, I think for me, it's like I grew up in a more of a upper class, um, um, lifestyle to compared to what I've, um, experienced, but it was like, but my family inside of the extended family was pro was more of, was not as necessarily wealthy or appearance wise that way. So, but then, but then I, I had a whole lot of like aunts and uncles that were on the, on the wealthier side or lived the lifestyle of the wealthy, whether or not they actually were or not, I don't know, but they had that appearance wise, like, you know, the, the really fancy sports cars, the, of the really fancy big houses and the luxurious more lifestyle and um but the but the but the thing about them all is they were miserable they yeah. were absolutely some of the most miserable people that i know oh did that cloud your judgment about making money tad bit it's kind of like i don't want to be like that and so it's like if that's what money does to you I don't necessarily want any part of it. And so it's like, I found myself in a lot of times in my life where it's like, I get, I, it's like, not so much that I waste money, but I almost like give it away. Like I push it away. And so I have in the past before it's like, I, I think, and it's like, until it's like, you start actually doing that, that personal development, that changing, working on changing your mindset and recognizing these patterns in your life or this mindset that may be keeping you at a certain place where it's like, it's actually just acknowledging it and recognizing that is a, is the first biggest step. I think it's at least for me, it's like, I look at, I was like, dang, you're right. Because every wealthy person in my personal life is, is a miserable, is miserable. Or somebody that I don't want to be like. Mm. So I have a, around that one, right? I think it's really interesting that we went through unlocking my millions, mm -hmm. and we were taking through women the through this. So we teach women how to build a business with fun, plain ease, right? Mm -hmm. The ability to get shit done with ease. Ooh. I know, <laughs> right? Because we recognize that women have so much going on in their lives normally, right? Family, other responsibilities. You know, we we tend to multitask a lot with what's going on, <laughs> right? Just because we always feel like we're, 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 there's always something we can be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know that when we were going through the, the business financial section, this yeah. actually came up with all of the women in there uh, was like, how do I have better control of my money? What is the mindset I need to do? And we had to go really simple. Yeah. Like super simple. Mm -hmm. Like we actually, a lot of the times what we have around money was we're going through this training. We're like, Sometimes it just requires three envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> Simplicity. Simplicity. Going back to it's like it kind of reminds me of like, you know, it's like going back was like when I was when I was a kid and even then and I taught this with with my kids, it's like they had jars. You know, they got their allowance and we always gave it to them in um small bills or coins even. And it's like, you know, it's like certain point go certain amount goes in here, certain amount goes in here, and this is what you can actually play with. Yeah. And it's just like, and, and, um, so it was like, we always had them saving. We always had them given to charity because it's like, it's that, and it's like, and I think that's important in our whole understanding abundance in our lives. And it's like abundance. It's not to just keep a hold of and grab and, and store away and, and never, um, 
use for good or something, but it's having that abundance. That's like money is meant to go out there and move. Yeah. Money is meant to move in the world. But it's like what was what was great about going through like the whole financial piece with the women is it's like we don't understand like we we make money and it gets spent on all the bills. Whether it's business bills, which is a lot of it takes up, but then we also just take it and just spend it on our personal bills. We, you know, we'll spend it on our kids. We'll spend it on our spouse. We'll spend it on our electricity or something, but we don't actually realize any profit for ourselves. We don't actually ever take that money and do something good for ourselves. Mm. And it's just like, so how do you, how do you, and it's like, you know, it's like when you're first, when you're starting a business, to, to things like, oh, like you want to just keep poor. Like we, I think the mindset was when I, when I learned how to build a business was like the first year, you're really just pouring that money back into the business to build the business yeah. up. And it's like, <laughs> okay, great. How does that feel? How does that feel to not take a profit, to not take a profit? To, and I don't mean your paycheck because, you know, you can take that, but then there's this actual profit that the business makes. Mm -hmm. When you go to your tax, when you go to your, to your accountant at the end of the year and they look at your, your income and they take away your expenses and they're like, oh, this is your profit for the year. Most of us are like, wait a minute, I had profit. <laughs> uh, well, how come my bank account says a dollar? <laughs> like, all of that well we have to realize that profit we have to actually take that profit and yeah. it could just be you know it's like we have these percentages it's like i want to make this much in profit i want this much income well you have to work up to that so mm. so karen what's been your experience around that did you kind of go through like the envelope or jar method at any point for you as, as a way to look at money or you or like what's been that experience for you in a sense, I did. I've always had, um, and I don't know what turned me on to it. I started in network marketing and within network marketing, there was, um, it was like a tax preparer's dream really, because, um, I had this program that was an app on my phone and I believe we use hurdler right now. So guys, if you want to know what I'm talking about this, it, we use hurdler, which literally takes the money that's in your bank account, it shows you what your profit is. It shows you how much you've spent because um, it's connected to your bank account. And you do have those sections of, okay, this is where your money's going. This is what it looks like. So I never did exactly what Heidi talks about um, where she has that profit account. I never did exactly that, but I always knew, like I could literally pull it up on my phone right now and see, where the profit is in my business where am i thriving where is the money coming from and how is it coming in so um for me that was always my system um and that always really worked really well for my tax preparer too because i could literally for my business just hand him um you could print out a sheet saying exactly what it is that is going on in your business and he could literally just quickly itemize everything and figure out what was going on and how we could change things up, make things better um, and do what we needed to do in order to make more money with the business or reallocate things. Or um, he'll always give us ideas for um, where we could save on taxes and that kind of thing. So, but in a sense, yes and no, okay. um, never fully what Heidi talks about. So, okay. 
Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I think, because even for me, I think the first time I heard about it was reading a book and they did talk about like three envelopes, have one for tithing, have one for savings. But there, in, in some respects, I never heard about the one for profit. Like I really, mm-hmm. was, I was listening to Heidi. I'm like, why didn't I know this owning a restaurant? Like it would have been nice to have like had a restaurant, had that money coming in and had it go to those buckets instead of just that one big giant, you know, account. And then everything just seems to like, you know, flow out of it, right. As it flows in. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's really interesting as we start having this conversation as women, there are some things I think we do naturally, like sometimes you want to save up for a certain event. So we'll open up a savings account. We'll put money in there for the family vacation or a trip somewhere. Like we do have those, those kind of like, those things that we do know about, but Mm -hmm. we really haven't added it into like the business sense, right? Like what we're doing. And I know that as truth bomb for us as a company, we've actually to have set up the buckets, right? The, the jars, I guess you can say in the virtual (laughs) world. Um, And, you know, what was interesting as we were, we're going through this and we're goes totally truth bomb. And I'm really, am going to say this, you know, we weren't efficient with what we had access to in terms of making sure that was happening and dripping and water falling incorrectly. Um, so we, we are learning this along with you. And what I will say is that this is the journey of, right. And that this is the adventure <laughs> of owning a business. Um, but I really, in terms of, of understanding that, that outlier mentality around money, which I think is one of the things that makes truth bomb so interesting altogether is we're always looking for the outlier information, the information that actually really does work. And it's not just mainstream, but it has like a, (laughs) a really good solid foundation behind it. Um, I love what we do inside of here. And I know that when we start talking about money and how manifesting it for some of us, we have to see how it moves. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's different, like seeing the numbers is great. Some of us actually have to physically move stuff like that's great for us. So each of you as a, as a woman is going to experience your money a little differently. Some of you actually do like taking the dollars and putting them in envelopes or jars or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it just really works for you. But I think how we taught that um, is part of that mindset piece, right. From that, that feeling of belief, mm-hmm. right. Cause you're feeling that some of you need to feel it. Some of you need to see it. Some of you need to hear coins dropping. That's why Vegas is so popular back in the day when they had coins <laughs> dropping because everyone liked this out. That's there for a reason, by the way, we do like the sound of money. Okay. Um, and so I go back to like what Karen said though. I thought this was really great. And I wrote this down. Typically, Karen, right, when we go through this, what we're taught in the world right now is do this, then you will have this, and then you can be this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's typically what we hear out there, right? So if you do all these actions, you're going to have this in your life, and now you can finally be free and everything else, right? Karen's like, the biggest can't, you guys can't see us on this podcast. Heard. She's just shaking her head like, oh yeah. my God, stop right now. Yeah. This hurts my brain. Well, that will keep you stuck more than anything. That's where I found myself because I literally, like, even back in my network marketing times, when I first started in my business, I would be like, okay, like, mentor, what do I do? I went and I did the thing. I got some results, okay, that's great. But I got to a point where I was hitting a ceiling and I was like, well, I don't understand how come I'm stuck. And so Mm. at that point, I started going from person to person asking, okay, what might I do differently? I was always really good at asking, well, what can I do differently? And they would always give me another action set. And so I would just kept piling on top of everything. (laughs) And then I got to a point where I kept hearing over and over and over again, and this was very frustrating, you're doing more than I ever did to hit certain ranks. 
And like, eventually it'll happen for you because you're doing more than I ever did. And I, that was frustrating. Cause it's like, wait a minute, I'm doing more and I'm getting less. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and honestly, I, I hear that a lot though. There's always yeah. one that feel like I'm doing so much. I'm doing so much. And then you'll hear about the person that did like three things and is like creating right. a million dollars. You're like, what did I miss? In this conversation? I mean, what you missed was the believing, thinking, feeling loop. Yeah. Miss mm -hmm. that they have a deep belief that they are a money magnet. You missed that because yeah. that wasn't in the training. Yeah. That wasn't what? part of school. They exactly. left it out. They yes. left it out. Yes, exactly. Rude. I know, but that's the most important piece. And the thing that's sad is this has been labeled woo woo and that's not real. I tried it, blah, blah, blah. It's not effective. The reason it's not effective, effective is most of the time you probably did it for a week, two weeks, a month. Mm -hmm. This is not an easy process. I've done it myself. Still I know doing it. Yeah, exactly. I know <laughs> the process of noticing your thoughts and your feelings and going, wait a minute, that's not what I want to create. That's yeah. not what I'm looking to create. It's exhausting at times yeah. to create the belief system that you have, to recreate the belief system that you have. Mm -hmm. It really takes a lot of staying on top of what am I thinking and feeling so that I can change the belief at the end of the day. And it's not easy. But it's well, so worth it because it that's when things change. Well, and it's interesting because I'm going to, I, when I was listening to you, because we've talked about like the belief, the think, the feel, right? So believe, think, feel that loop. What's interesting is when you look at what's actually out there, it's been kind of, again, demystified. Like the woo has been taken mm -hmm. out of the belief and feel have been removed. Mm -hmm. And what they actually gave us, and you'll see this in a lot of the marketing out there, it's the be, do, have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So they've, again, they've kind of removed that woo woo element of it again. Right. So instead of saying believe and having belief in yourself and knowing who you are, they're saying you have to be that you have to personify that you have to like put on this again, cloak of, of pretending to be something that, so you can step into, right. Yeah. When you talk about fake it till you make it. Yeah. The, I fake it. I actually have always said, I started to start to say a couple of years ago, faith it until you make it. But that goes back into the belief, mm. right? So we replaced belief with B because we didn't want to offend anybody religiously or spiritually or whatever we did. But I think belief is the better word, right? The, the, then they said, okay, we'll do, right? But you don't just have like the, what yours shifts into is think, think, right? It's not just actions of doing something. It's actually the thinking right? That will have the action happen naturally because you'll find pathways to do things, right? Yep. But the thinking, so they said, well, we don't want you to think, we just want you to be a machine. So be this, do this, right? And then the last thing is like, then you will have what everybody else has, right? But the have, and when I, when we talked about it inside the academy, when we've talked about it instead of unlocking my, you know, my millions in the business playbook, which is a, a blend of this, you're feeling right when you have something you actually have a feeling mm. right we talk about this all the time it's like so if you had this in your life how would you feel mm -hmm. and i think that's where we've gotten so messed up in our messaging out there is that we took do have be do more and that's what everyone's teaching us and then we took the beauty of belief think feel and we said oh no let's make it super simple right 
just be, do, and then you'll have. But we took out the 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 real the core value of it, and I think that's what we're starting to see. Like Karen, you you bring in all the time, right? Like we start off with you know listening for music, listening to you talk intentions and speak into us, and we get to sense of who we are, right? That's improving our belief. Yeah, you are helping us do the belief work, getting present to ourselves and what's important to us and what's going on in our mind, right? Well, that was the piece of it that I missed for years and years because I just was like, well, if I just do, I'll have it eventually. Like, I just have to do the do. They're telling me to do this. I'll do this. And then I'll have whatever I want. And when that didn't actually pan out the way that I thought, it was like, okay, well, what's what, what needs to change here? Because something's not working. And so I started like listening to my thoughts, listening to my body. This wasn't easy because I was so shut off to how my body was feeling um, that I didn't realize how much pain I was in. So this um, past week has been an interesting one for me. I started doing intermittent fasting and that is just not for me. Like, no, thank you. And so it's really messed with my, um, my intestinal system. And so what I realized is a few years ago, maybe four years ago, and Katrina, you'll remember this, I had a cough that kept going for seven plus months. I was coughing and this was like literally when COVID first started, right? So I'm like, oh my God, people are gonna think I have COVID, but I don't have COVID. I've been coughing like this for months and months. And what I didn't realize until I started having all of these issues with my gut is that that cough was related to how my gut is feeling. I had shut off all attention to my gut completely. Mm. And I didn't realize how much pain my gut was in because I was ignoring it because mm. I was so worried about what are the things I need to do in my business in order to get where I wanted to go that I completely shut off the feeling to my entire body and didn't realize that, hey, if I just start paying attention to my gut and what's going on down there, I will heal all the other things that are happening as a result. And so it wasn't an easy process. It was literally like, I have to actually pay attention to myself. That's not something that we teach children, unfortunately. I know whenever I spend time with my niece and I notice some things about how she's acting, I will actually ask her, how are you feeling in your body right now? And she doesn't like it because she's not used to it. Yeah. She doesn't understand what I'm trying to ask. But when I actually can get her in a place where she can answer me, sometimes she won't answer me, but sometimes she will. She's like, well, I feel really frustrated right now because of X, Y, Z or whatever. And so when we get, when we get to the heart of the problem and then we ask, okay, so that frustration, where are you feeling it in your body? And it's like, that's a little bit, that's a little bit far for her. Cause at this point she's seven. So she's still, she hasn't been brought up with this thought process, but honestly, like I look at our kids today and if they were brought up with these thought processes, we would have less disease. We would have less, um, people that go to the hospital or do whatever, like less people that, uh, expect a doctor to just take care of them. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but it's your job to pay attention to yourself. Yeah, advocating. Said that. Oh. <laughs> we, we talk about this a lot, but advocating. Yeah. Advocating for yourself and understanding is like, where are the resources that you need and how do you ask for them? I think yeah. it's like, so times, sometimes it's like, we know what we need, but we don't want to ask. 
Mm. We don't want to, it's, it's that, I think it's like for, I think it's culturally, we're not taught to be vulnerable. We're not mm. taught to, it's like to open yourself up that way. And I think a lot of times we're missing out on so many things because we're not um, asking those questions or letting people see a side of us that we don't want them to see. Yeah, we're supposed mm-hmm. to be perfect as females, didn't you know? And it's like I think sometimes what's like when you're listening, when you're when you ask those questions about what is your body telling you, what is you, how do you feel? And it's like it's like you actually have to sit with yourself. You actually have to not be on social media, not be entertained constantly, not be. Um, you actually have to just sit with yourself. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that's a big reason that we do like a lot of the breathing exercises before we start training inside of truth bomb, because it's really about getting you back into the present moment. Cause the present Mm -hmm. moment is the only place you can create from. If you're worried about the past or you're worried about the future, you ain't going to be creating what you want in, in either one of those, because right now is the only time that you can actually change how you think and feel and believe. So actually getting present to that that's what, that's what I had to do. And it took me some time to figure out what worked for me. And, um, what's funny is I started meditating pretty much early on in my entrepreneurial journey. Um, so I, like I said, I've been an entrepreneur for nine years and, um, I started meditating pretty early on in that. I've probably been, um, in the meditation world for about eight years, but it wasn't until about three years ago that I got super serious about it because I was like, I cannot, keep living the way that I am. I know the potential here. I know the possibility because I've seen people that are like, oh yeah, I had stage four cancer and now it's completely gone out of my body because I started meditating and I started paying attention to what my body actually needed and actually connecting back with myself again. That stillness is so important. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, And it really like, that that's another piece of it that if you're feeling stuck in your business, I always hated that word. I hated it. I'll never forget. I got on a call with a mentor once and he was like, you're stuck. And I was like, no, I choose not to believe that. Thank you very much. And I said that to him because I was like, no, I'm still trying to figure this thing out. I don't want to believe what you're telling me right now, but actually being still with myself I had at that point started this journey of being like, wait a minute, I need to actually start paying attention myself. So I knew that no, I wasn't stuck. That's not the right word for it. It was that my belief system was still living in the past Mm. that I hadn't actually changed a belief system so that I could actually create what exactly it was that I wanted in my life. And he didn't understand that. And so, and that's okay. I'm not here to here to make you believe anything that you're not ready to believe. But um, for me, I knew that the advice that he gave me, it just wasn't for me. So I was able to just go, okay, like that's not for me. And I actually went on a journey where it was like, I knew immediately. It kept me from a lot of shiny object syndrome. I knew immediately if what you had to offer was actually going to help me or not, because I knew that if you didn't talk about what was going on in my thoughts and how I was feeling, then that wasn't for me because I had gotten to this point where I knew that I needed to be connected back with myself because at the end of the day, 
You already have everything you need inside of you. I had heard that since the dawn of being an entrepreneur, you have everything you need inside of you. But it wasn't until I actually sat with myself and listened to myself that I realized that that was 100% true, that I literally do not need to go and ask other people's advice. I don't need it. That's not for me. The piece of it that I needed was more of focusing on what are my thoughts, my feelings, and how what is, what is my belief system around this thing. And, and I love the, how all of this is kind of like wrapped into what we do inside of the Truth Bomb Academy and the primary teachings of unlocking your millions, because there's so much around women getting to that millionaire status. There's so much of that that blocks and holds us back from you know getting there because we are just piling things on like you said karen and heidi like there's just this ongoing to-do list so what we looked at when we said hey how do we unlock millions for women like how do we actually show them how to unlock their potential how to unlock the money game for them and do it in a way that honors you know that belief that thinking that feeling system that we innately have as women so you know we put together something extraordinary and i just love all the feedback that we've gotten from women, they saying like, this is totally new information. I really wish I had gotten this five years ago, <laughs> right? Why does nobody teach collaboration and networking the way you're doing it, right? Why is why are they confusing us with these marketing messages out there when you just presented it in such a simple and easy to follow way? Why can't we do some more of this mindfulness and the getting back into our feelings and getting back in touch with that? Like what, why is this all been like removed from our world when it's the essence of who we are, mm -hmm. right? I mean, and so when we talk about it, people always think, well, a business plan or a business playbook, that's for financial. That's to go to a bank to make money. That's where I've got to ask for a loan. And, you know, when our approach to this as as uh, co-founders, when we came together is like, no, we need to teach a holistic business approach. And the only really way to do that is to share with you as a female entrepreneur, your actual journey. Mm. right because you've been sold <laughs> you need this piece over here you need this piece over here but we've actually blurred so much of that conversation and delivered it in a more holistic way so things like time magic we bring in there we show you how to implement these things into your life in a more holistic way we teach you how to do you know your mindfulness and self-awareness and getting set to your mind i was going to say self-care but then i could feel karen going <laughs> In the background. <laughs> so I didn't want to do that. Cringeworthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, and this is where we learn to, to re like not recreate, but to use different words, because I feel like we've, we've been using the wrong words. Like we just went over, we took belief, think and feel, and we turned it into be, do and have, like we removed the emotion and the thought process behind it. And so what we're bringing back for women is that sense of thinking, the sense of mm -hmm. belief, again, the sense of feeling through everything, because we're highly in tune to our environment around us if we let ourselves do it, right? I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that for years and years and years, men have been leading the way mm -hmm. in the business building conversation. And there's nothing wrong with that, but culturally, men are taught like you think logically you don't think about your emotions and i think it's the saddest thing because a lot of men have turned off their emotions mm -hmm. I, I mean men are highly intuitive beings but they've shut it off because it's not acceptable in today's um world and I love watching my husband go through this process as well because he's been meditating with me for 
um, about two years now, seriously been meditating yeah. and it's fun to watch his process because he was always, um, a compassionate person, but it never really like, unless it was with me, it didn't really show up anywhere else. He would mm. say it to me, but he didn't really say it. He kept it to himself. Right. Now I see him go out into the world and talk to other people and and share that compassion instead of sitting only in the logical mind. And it's yeah. been an interesting process to watch him kind of let go of of the thoughts that I have to um, I have to be a certain way as a man and. Um, he's always been, he's always definitely been a different kind of person. Like he's never fallen into the categorical, um, men aren't allowed to cry area, but he, as we've gone down this journey together, I have just seen him blossom more in his emotions and allow those emotions to not necessarily run his life, but be the barometer for what's going on. And now it's like, we had this conversation a couple days ago. Well, how are you feeling about that? There's a reason that counselors ask that question. Well, how do you feel about that? Because it's a barometer of what's going on. And the truth that I want to share too is that not all of your feelings are actually serving you either. That's the other piece of it. Yep. So I want you to be aware of the feelings that you have, you're having, but then also notice when they're not serving you and when it's actually creating a belief pattern or reinforcing a belief pattern that's keeping you where you are actually realizing that this thought that I'm thinking right now, it's okay that I'm having the thought. It's okay that I'm a human, but how long do I want to sit here? How long do I want to feel frustrated, overwhelmed, or anxious in my business? What can I do to actually change that belief pattern? How can I start thinking? How can I start noticing some subconscious thoughts that pull up in my mind over and over again so that I can actually change my reality. And yeah. it's, it's really fun when you start to go, Oh, like, it's really fun. I feel like in the last maybe six months for me, it's gotten especially fun because the more you do this, the more you notice those coincidences or those synchronicities, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call them, where it's like, I just had this thought and it literally just happened. And it's mm -hmm. like, holy crap, that's cool. And you actually notice, and the more you notice, ah, that's what I did to do that. I'm going to keep doing that. That's when you really have, have figured it out. And you're like, okay. And with a lot of things in your life, it's going to be multiple different feelings, emotions that you have to kind of notice and kind of redivert or yes, I want to keep doing that because this created this in my life. Um, but it's a never ending process. Like I'm always looking at myself going, what was the thought and feeling that I had? Did it actually serve me? Is it actually serving me to um, build my business, to connect with people, to do what I want to do in my life? So it's interesting and fun. And it is. And we talk more about this inside of the Academy. We actually d dive deeper. So while we 
we're working with women through the idea of, of how to create a more holistic business for themselves, how to bring in that money, how to manage their time, how to create that time magic, how to be in that mindfulness, how to, to really just bring it all together. So it's more, you know, holistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that word. And that's really what unlocking my millions is for women. So we have that available. So if you head over to truthboundmarketing.com, you can go in and just poke around there, but this isn't just for women that want to get funding for their business. This is actually asking, you as a woman, as a female entrepreneur to step back, right? And really look at the whole picture. Because I think one of the big issues that we have as women is that we're thrown into the the race to get something done and we never see it ending. I think that was one of the things, you know, Mm -hmm. I know Karen's gone through this. I know Heidi's gone through this. I know I've gone through this. We've been in these businesses where we actually have asked ourselves, like, is this how my life is going to go? Is is this yeah. all I have, yeah. right? Is this it? And if this is if this is how I have to continue to build this business, I don't want to do this. Uh-huh. And so there's no stop for women. There's no like pathway that says, "Hey, self check here or check in here and see if this is right, or maybe hire somebody here." Like we're never given that that grace. I guess uh-huh. you could say. In looking at our business, we're just told to do more on top of what we're already like working on and living. So, you know, that's the beauty of going through Unlocking My Millions is that you will get a whole new perspective of what it looks like to build a business as a woman, honoring what's important to you. And inside of that, we know there's more to talk about. And those are the areas that we get to expand upon inside the academy. So if you're wanting to join us, we have awesome opportunity. Uh, Starting September 12th, we are going to be going live through this eight weeks. So we take you through this incredible journey of being a female entrepreneur in a way that you've never experienced before, I promise. And inside of that, you will learn so much about yourself, um, whether you have been in business are thinking of quitting your business, um, have wondered if you should stay in business, <laughs> this is this is perfect for you. And we look forward to guiding you through this adventure. And through this, you have your own playbook. You will learn how to color. You will learn how to listen. You will learn how to connect with yourself on so many ways. And you know we've done something that if you had to take it and go and get funded for it, you could use it for that. But the journey of creating this will give you so much clarity around what it is you're building and how it fits into the season of your life and what it might look like in the next season of your life. And I think that is such a critical piece that's been missing for women. And I'm honored that I've got two amazing business partners and friends that are building this and sharing their expertise because it took the three of us. (laughs) It took three of us, honestly, um, and actually four in reality yeah. to bring this yeah. to its its life. Um and we've been in blessed with some extraordinary women that are that are sharing their greatness and their genius. So if you want to learn more about us, follow us here um on did she really say that? Because I have questions about that all the time. Mm. <laughs> and head over to truthfulmarketing.com learn more about how you can Take your business up a notch. Learn how to build a business with fun play and getting shit done with ease. Because, yeah. Yep. No more more doing and more playing. And you will find that you'll have success. The type of success you really want. Mm-hmm. So. You'll enjoy your business. Yeah. 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 What's that? Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Karen's just sitting there nodding her head. Yeah. You guys can't yeah. see her. She's like. Mm-hmm. She's just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Her little purple bob going. Yep. Because we really said that. 
Yeah. All right. So thanks for joining us for this episode. And we look forward to, if you guys are enjoying our episodes, if you're getting value from this, we love hearing from our listeners. So feel free to drop a comment, uh, follow us over on truthbombmarketing.com. You can also find us on your favorite social media site. Uh, but most likely we and like- give us to- five stars. Oh, and give us five stars. Five stars. I like five stars. Mm-hmm. Not, not four, five. Can we brag them <laughs> if we give them five? Um, we'll give them a shout out. Oh, okay. We'll do a shout out. I like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks all to our listeners and we'll see you on our next episode.